Welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. My name is David. My name's Matt. And we are the Taylor Bros. That's right, we're still the Taylor Bros. Yeah, and we started this podcast a long time ago. Feels uh, like a long time ago. Nearly, well, coming up on two years. Yeah, something. we're probably not far off 100 episodes, are we? I should probably yeah. look that up at some point. This uh, is 94, I think. Yeah, so you had an idea, I think, for this episode. Yep. Did you want to launch yourself with the idea? Yeah, absolutely. So we're in, um, this is coming out late June, so halfway through the year. And at the beginning of the year, we did some episodes about starting, beginning new things. Um, And recently I came across this quote from Simon Sinek, which I thought was really good. Uh, uh, Read it out and then we can get into the, the conversation. In some areas of life, value is unlocked by starting. Even a five-minute workout or a short walk can reset your mood and benefit your body. In other areas of life, value is unlocked by finishing. It does you no good to build a bridge halfway across the river. You need to complete the project to realise the value. Do you need to start or finish? Are you building a body or building a bridge? That's Simon Sinek from The Infinite Game. I just really like that imagery and that metaphor of, oh yeah, are you building a body or are you building a bridge? Recognise what it is you're building. I think we've spoken lots in various different episodes, um, specifically from some of the habit cycle, James Clear, atomic habits, the power and the uh, incredible helpfulness of starting, starting small, establishing. But there are definitely other sides to the coin of like, well, is there something that you need to finish? You know, he uses the idea of a bridge. We've also spoken, Brian Sanderson, Brandon Sanderson talks about if you're, if you want to write, and you want to be an author, the most important thing to do with your first book, finish it and publish it. Because then you are a author, you're a writer, you've got it published. It's not going to be perfect. Don't try and perfect that first novel. It's not going to be that, you know, that whole thing with Ed Sheeran. He, he talks about that. He You can go onto YouTube and find that like first song he did when he was 14. It's rubbish. The music's terrible. The lyrics are awful. But you just got to get stuff out. You've got to get things finished out there and then you can learn rather than try and perfect it all in here or in the in the secret place so i like that idea and i thought i'd throw that out we'd have a discussion we've started a lot of conversations about starting let's talk about maybe the contrast and finishing and 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 what we can learn about that yeah so the ed sheeran one was interesting as well i've seen that quote floating around a few times of just this idea of creating and writing is like using a a tap that hasn't been used very much and at the beginning all this like gunky muddy water comes out and then gradually over time it becomes clearer and more beautiful until eventually it's like this you know it's the clean crystal clear water that you can drink from so that's that's an interesting thing i didn't realize this was a quote by uh simon sinek but i have heard him talk about like the finite game and the infinite game and yeah sorts of that game theory which came from someone else in 1980 uh but yeah that idea of of what are we doing are we you know are we getting the value from just doing it or are we getting it from from accomplishing it yeah and i think i mean i I would like to ask you a question there is there a time when you have realized that value of finishing something Mm -hmm. can you recount count the story of that uh yeah maybe i should have prepared uh, a thought to that 
Because um, sometimes, how would we finish things? I, I mean, I can think of one. We spoke about it before. Yeah, a couple of years ago when you did the Habits for Life course. Uh-huh. And you spoke about how you'd put that off for quite a long time uh-huh. and you needed to just begin it. But yeah. ultimately, the value wasn't realised until you finally finished the final edit and sent that to Dan and Susie to get uploaded as a course. Yeah, it was it was a couple of years ago, right, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I'd had it in mind to make it and they gave me a bit of a deadline which forced me into it. And the first video to probably three videos really weren't great in my opinion or as good as i'd like them to be but they were done yeah. and then i did a second round of of editing and and upgraded for want of a better i basically real refilmed them re-edited a bunch of the videos but yeah that was that had a hard deadline which forced me to finish um yeah. So yeah, that was, and, and obviously there the value came from me from accomplishing it, but also it was helping others to go through that course and that training to help form some habits and bring a new awareness and, to to those things. So yeah, there it, and that's the thing, isn't it? Um, I've heard it said, you've ta- already talked about this with, with writing and books and things like that. There's no real value in a half-written book. Only when it's finished and been edited and been published can any value really be derived from it and Mm. there are some projects that there have to be a completion whether it's a building a bridge finishing a book that that you that's the only time you're going to get value from it you finish a product you know for me it was that video course only when i finished the video course and delivered it was any value of any sort derived from it um but i think that's the bias this is what i was thinking about as we were thinking about i think that's our cultural bias that there are more people that would lean towards accomplishing and finishing but i think the reality of life is more that it is this infinite game yeah i agree because i was thinking about this obviously in different domains and if you think about the finishing aspect he obviously uses a bridge i spoke about a book it's very much a project with a finite state at the end of it you know there's either a way across that river or there isn't the the book is either fully in existence and published and you can buy it or it isn't and and so that but a lot of stuff is not like that you know you can't say oh i've finished well you can say you've finished a relationship but you can't say i've completed a relationship a finished relationship is not we use that in a negative way don't we like oh well that relationship has now ended Mm. um so that this is not that domain and so to to do well in a relationship is actually to i think almost be continually um revisiting and maybe it's a cycle of starting and finishing or whatever conversations or something and that's, I think Simon Sinek's done a number of videos and stuff and talked about this quite a lot, maybe popularised the idea of the finite and the infinite game, mm-hmm. which probably needs a bit of clarifying. But I, I suppose the finite one, as I understood it, is there are known players with fixed rules and agreed upon objectives. So the best way of looking at that is sport. You have a football game, 11 players on each side, these are the rules that we've all agreed to play by. We, you know, this is how long we're going to play for. And this, you know, whoever scores most goals at the end is a winner or is a loser. Um, and then the infinite game is a, there are known and unknown players. There are changeable rules. And that the objective of the game is to keep the game playing. So ultimately, he says, right. 
business is an infinite game. You can't win business. Mm. You know, yeah, you might be the number one uh, business ranked in some category that you've decided, but you're not going to be there forever. You know, that's for now. You can't win business, you you know. And so when, when you approach life and business with this way of like we've got to win we've got to beat our competitors ultimately that's probably a wrong mindset because you don't recognize the game you're playing which is why i think most people think you can win it's about finishing the bridge but who built that bridge maybe it was the local council or the local municipality well after they finish the bridge they've got to do other things they don't just be like right we're done no more bridges ever need building or we don't need to do any more work here. No, there's still a bigger thing. So like mm-hmm. our lives have projects within them. But actually, if you take a step back, you know, if you're a business, you might win an award. But that doesn't that's not going to last you forever. It's not like we finished now. All right, let's pack it up. Done. You know, like uh, and it's the same. I think that's why it's healthy to think about that. You can't complete, like you said, a relationship. You can't. Uh, you know, and he talked about, are you building a body? Well, yeah, your your life is in your body many times, you know, and you don't finish working out just because you got the body you want or, yeah. you know, feel the way you want to. And so I think that's why it's helpful for me to think, well, I, I, probably my tendency is this mm. way anyway, to be like, well, how is what is the life I want to live? What does that look like? And that actually we are more in this bigger picture. I like that. And actually, the, the body one's really fascinating because thinking about like the sciences out there, the stats are out there, diets and doing a, a restricted diet for a period of time to hit a goal, ultimately long term doesn't work because you're treating it like a finite game. You're going, right, I have a target weight. I'm going to be on this regime for a certain amount of time and treat my body in a certain way. And then when I hit that target, great, done, wonderful. And then what happens? They say within a ridiculous amount of people isn't it like the vast majority of people within a year to 18 months are back to the weight they were at the beginning of the program because they've treated it as a finished game so if you treat something as a finite game that isn't if you treat it as a well i finished i finished my body program then you're actually setting yourself up for ultimately um, a long-term maybe grief or you know not getting the ideal um body that you want because you've not said actually the challenge is to daily restart again and to daily go i'm going to start living into this identity again or i'm going to start living this way renew again renew again start again i'm building a body not because every day the body has to go through certain things sleeping Mm -hmm. eating drinking getting rid of waste products you know cleaning those things just have to keep on going again and again and again you can't finish it and it was something actually really interesting. I was listening to a podcast yesterday um, and they were talking about, it's a slight tangent, but it was really interesting. They were saying um, about equality between men and women and how certain things in, in Sweden, for example, are doing really well and some of the, the laws and forward la- looking. But they were saying one of the things that's been really interesting and powerful is as more and more women have been getting into leadership and business and everything, it's meant that there's, there's been a strong pull for for fathers to be more involved in the home a little bit more strong sort of parental leave and everything so that that and they said it's inviting men into the never-ending work that women have always done you know so for example typically you know you might go oh look they built that house or they built that bridge you know, typically male workforce and that's something that lasts for a long time and you go look at the work he did but he's saying nobody's ever going 
wow, look, she cleaned that house so good, it's never needed cleaning again, because that's it's endless work. It, you know, you clean something, it gets dirty, you clean something, it gets dirty, you feed someone, they get hungry. It's an endless work. It's like, oh, that's really interesting. There is an aspect of that in everything. But the our, our pull, uh, because maybe it goes, I don't know, this is where I'm pontificating, but it's that whole idea of being immortalized. And if I can't actually get immortal life myself in my body, I want to get immortalized by a work that I do with the literature or some great war campaign or some great statue or city. I want to be immortalized in my things that I did. Well, nobody can be immortalized by the way they cleaned their house because it's going to get dirty again the next week or whatever. So, yeah. And I think there's a that's why I think our cultural moment is about being productive. It's about ticking things off. It's about hitting the accomplishment and the achievement, you know, business. I think uh, Simon Sinek quotes, um, there was a CEO and he said, Wall Street, you know, they basically they're all about the quarterly revenue. He said, but. I'm the CEO of this business in the US. I forget which one it was. And it's like, well, I want to be in business in 50 years time. Yeah. And he's going, you know, Wall Street are saying it's something you can win or lose any given quarter. And he's saying, well, winning is still being in the game in 50 years time. Yeah. And and it's sort of like stretching that time horizon out. And you're like, oh, that's that's really interesting. And that's probably why you get, you know, you see a lot of business people going independent you know 20 years after being in you know with a big organization where they've realized man we just chased numbers for 20 years you know like 80 quarters and and it, it's just more numbers and numbers and you know five years in we had this quarter who remembers that you know like nobody yeah, yeah. is whether you're still in business or not and and helping people recognize that and i think that the interesting thing about it was then it's like well what is the point of just business keeping going and uh, there was another idea that came out of that, which is that camaraderie, the camaraderie of your colleagues to overcome something that is difficult together, that being the greater thing of helping others of, you know, he even says, you know, you go into a bookstore and there's all, there's a whole section on self-help, but there's no section on helping others, um, mm. <laughs> which I thought was, was an interesting thing. But mm. I suppose, yeah, my leaning would be, can we hit those things and recognize actually you can't win or lose life really it's not you know eventually we all die but you know you might have a great day or a great year you might be uh, a prize winner for the any any number of categories whatever it is sports or music or art or science you could win something but there's always going to be another award and which is why it's interesting because the yeah. example the best example of a finite game is these sporting examples of football, of baseball, of all these different sports. But no team wins forever. You go yeah. back 50 years and, you know, to the 70s, and AC Milan dominating. Well, are they still the best team in the world? No. And at the moment, you know, you've got other teams that are maybe the best in the world. But in 10 years' time, in 20 years' time, will they still be the best team in the world? Well, probably not, because no team has a 100% winning record. And so even in that like finite experience of, of a sport, when you get into the bigger picture, no team wins forever. Mm. That's really interesting. Uh, going back to something you say, you can't, you can't win or lose at life. I think 
I think there are tracks that you can go on where ultimately you lose out and everyone around you loses out self-destructive behaviors and other destructive behaviors. But I think there's also, yeah, we're not in a zero sum game. You know, that's, I think part, a massive part of the, the infinite game is this idea of, yeah, the, the old paradigm of business was like, well, it's win lose. So if I win, you have to lose, you know, so I have to negotiate so hard. Or I have to do such a way that I'm winning so that you're losing. It's like, no, the, the, the better way of looking at it is very much this win win going back to Stephen Covey and, if we both work together well actually we can have a bigger pie it's not there's a finite pie we can actually share a bigger pie and i think that's part of it as well when you're talking about your life you're going if if i want to if i go around thinking i've got to win this relationship or i've got to win this interaction ultimately i'm going to diminish this what's available for everyone whereas if i'm going oh, here's something that I can build into and invest. And this, you're talking about the, the quarterly, the ratings and of companies. And it puts me in mind of, that's the difference between investing and trading, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Lots of people who have no experience of, um, uh, have never read into it, think, oh, stock market, oh, that's basically just gambling, right? That's just the, the, the you know, it's like gambling. It's, it's like betting. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. That's, trading that's but you're trying to bet against the house effectively and you have a whole load of people that are professional at that and they're more than happy to take your money to try and get more money for you and whatever but investing and it's this whole thing you know warren buffett and your, your jack bogle and everything who who realize no basically what's going on is underneath that is you've got companies that are producing value and if you buy into a company and you invest in them you become a part owner of that and so you share in the value that they output. And if you stay in the game long enough, you will benefit. And it's, he, you know, Warren Buffett's famous thing is it's not timing the market like trading. It's time in the market. And I think that's the same thing. Are you building a body or, you know, it's like you can't you can't finish the stock market. You, you know, you can't finally. Yeah. Warren Buffett is like, and, and his partner at the um, uh, Berkshire Hathaway are like the wealthiest people that are you know the most successful investors ever but they haven't finished they, they can't finish uh, and so that's that's the thing are you e ever increasing in terms of your investment into these things and i think that's maybe it's interesting i didn't think this conversation was going to go there but we're, we're maybe talking about this in sort of the starting is is always putting you know investing into these things long term and the finishing is these Maybe these milestones or and I think the bridge is a helpful analogy. So, for example, in my career, there are certain things that I want to do that will allow me to get to the next step. But if I don't finish that, I, I'm, 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 there's a limit. So I can't get to the next step. So the bridge is helpful. Have I completed that bridge so I can cross that river so that I can then move on into the lands beyond? So that's where I maybe want to be thinking about this. But then there are certain things along the journey that I want to be doing every day or that I want to be doing every week to continually start. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. And I suppose that's where the question, as I was re reflecting on this in preparation, it's like, is it a way you want to live your life? Ultimately, mm -hmm. that's the way to think about this, I think, is is it a way you want to live your life? Well, if it is, start. You know, like, well, do you, it, you know, and maybe we've talked about this a bit much, but like, you know, 50 years time, what does that life look like? Yeah. And like you said, maybe there are some accomplishments or some things you need to develop in yourself, competencies, characteristics, elements that are going to help you get there. But ultimately, there are many people that, you know, work 16 hours a day, 
for what, however long, but their imagined life in the future looks totally different from that. And actually, there's a there's a way of well living now as you hope to live there, becoming that. Because hey, yeah, you know, I I exercise every day for a reason, partly because it makes me feel good, it makes me more alert in the present, but also I hope to be physically mobile and able as I get older as well. So I do yeah. that now, but hopefully I never stop. Um, and and so it's that way of like, well, I'm I'm not aiming to just get ready for the summer and then, you know, as the winter rolls around, put on a lot more weight and eat a load more food. And then, you know, that that's not the way. It's like, this is a part of how I want to live. This is the way I want to live. So I suppose yeah. that was a helpful question for me because to hear you say it, it was like, yeah, there are certain like maybe professional landmarks that, uh, or, or that I need to get this qualification or this competency, and that's like building the bridge over the river. That gets yeah. me to the other side, but ultimately, yeah, that only gets me to the other side. Who I am and the way I want to live still looks like this, and it's you know just because I've accomplished that does, it, and it's done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just to you know, to one final thing on that sort of the career aspect, for example, you sent me something the other day, which was really interesting, a, a tweet and someone was going and I spoke to an engineering friend of theirs who earns like high six figure salary. And he said, well, what's your, you know, basically, how did you get to that? What's your secret? And the guy just goes, well, every year I just read one engineering textbook and that's one more than everybody else I know. Mm-hmm. And there's this aspect of, so yeah, are you building a bridge or are you building a body to like, once you've there are certain qualifications in order to get into something like engineering you have to actually have some kind of qualification some degree you know well you've built that bridge and you become an engineer great if you stop there that's as far as you'll go but the continuing on is like well i'm continuing to learn i'm continuing to maybe read those books or listen to that or find out those the new things and that's where again like I've finished something great, but if I just rest on that, if I sit on that, that's kind of the, um, it's what Tim Elmore um, talks about with the, um, the overbalanced skill or something where effectively you have one skill that you're really good at and you just, instead of developing it or instead of developing other skills alongside it, you just rest on that for a long time. Mm -hmm. And ultimately what you'll see is in 10, 15, 20 years, the people that just plodded away, they will overtake you Mm -hmm. because they've continued to advance. It's like, oh yes. And this, this is not glamorous, but it's the way. Exactly that, because it's, and again, it's, you know, we started off with, do we need to start something or finish something? Well, you talked about that example of a writer. You need to finish that first book. But if you just finish it, and that's the value, like actually, surely a, a truer success is now that you are a writer, you continue to write. Yes. <laughs> but actually, when in a, when is an author or someone that would say they're an author ever really done writing? Well, they're mm. not. Even if they're not publishing, they're probably writing because there's something in them that wants to write. And so, you know, it's part of a bigger game uh, that, you know, it's that that way of thinking. Yeah, the project is to write a book, but the identity, the, the bigger thing is being a writer. And that's writing. And, you know, yeah. are you ever done with that? And so I think that was why. To me, actually, it's probably a more helpful thing to like realize many of the things we're in is what Simon Sinek would say is an infinite game. There are finite parts of that. There are projects. There are things that we need to finish, like you said, to get value. But ultimately, the bigger thing is, have I got friends? 
<laughs> you know, have am I in good relationship with my spouse? You know, and with my family, and you know, am I living in the way that I want to with the values that are important? Well, that yeah. that's not going to show up on a project. I might emphasize it in a season, but even then, it's like, oh, it's done now. I've I've focused on my friends for three months, so you know, I can come back to that in a couple of years. No, that's not how it works. And I think that's what, yeah, one more word on this bridge analogy. Like, am I building the bridge um, because I'm putting my all my hopes and my identity into that bridge? Or again, like, am I using it as a, I want to get across the river. So we're building a bridge, we're going to finish that project and then we're going to continue going. So like how many people get to the end of a career or maybe a mini career or a project and then boom they vacuum i'm now in vacuum land because i don't have anything to consume everything i've got you know so it's like ultimately when you hang up your boots which you will i do you look around and go you know actually i have built a beautiful life you know there are relationships there are there's things beyond just what i poured my professional services into or you know uh, if you so yeah Brilliant. Uh, are we wrapping up here? I think we're wrapping up here. Yeah, we're going to finish really strongly. Yeah, on this really episode. significant finish. But yeah, I think just do you need to start something? If so, what? And is that the way you want to live? Or do you need to finish something? Bring immediate value to complete something. It might even just be the thing that brings you confidence from finishing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And with that, we're going to finish this episode. Uh, so thank you for joining us at the Make It Count podcast. We've enjoyed this. We love hearing from you. So get in touch with your questions, comments, and emotional outbursts. Uh, yeah. Whether that's at the email, makeitcount.pod at gmail.com or our email, our personal emails or phone numbers or write a letter, you know, shine a bat signal into the sky, smoke signal, anything. We love However it. you normally get in touch with us. Yeah. Yeah. Those smoke signals. <laughs> never happened (laughs) not yet right thank you for joining us go make it count